is our first town hall since uh, the new year, right? Happy first new year. New year. Yeah, happy new year. Before. I um last weekend I actually met up with Parad here in Amsterdam, which was oh, a lot great. of fun. Talked a lot of talked a lot of butter. Try to try to persuade him to come to NFT Paris, pick up a phone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, Parad, on that note, I do see you in the audience. Um, I need your Xerox address because you're one of the only people who hasn't received their curation competition uh, prize. So I'm not sure if you've sent it to me yet. Maybe you did earlier in the day. But feel free to message me. Cool. Um, Simon, what's on the agenda for today? So much. Uh, I was thinking we could probably actually start off with what was just announced, which was uh, contributors. Um, I think, you know, announcement was just made. I'm sure some people are wondering more about it. Um, so fresh off the press, a uh, good one to start with. We'll talk some more about uh, NFT Paris um, and some of the Prince discussion we've been having in the um special collections or special art projects channel um and then some of the and we have mika here for that and uh we'll also put mika on the spot to talk a little bit more about some of the exhibition development she's been doing um we'll give some updates on some other special projects we're doing that we haven't been doing too much that we've discussed some in these in these town halls but haven't been doing too much discussion discord yet we're doing a lot a big sprint on developing the briefs for those right now um so we have some to talk about there uh, uh some updates on the site um and some progress there and then we'll do uh, we have like a lot of trailing things around the economy that i think would be cool to talk about so um that uh oh and um uh some other kind of partnership stuff around decentralized AI stack. Uh, so just, you know, some, some different kind of partnership updates, opportunity updates, uh, but we'll, we'll start from the top with um, the contributors program, Chuby. I actually, I actually didn't even see that Connor just announced it. <laughs> Sorry. Like, so, no, no, props to you really, really quick. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we, we've, you know, we, we've extended the contributors program onto, onto the discord with a bit of a, um, a pilot, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of jobs to be done, and um, there's a lot of, of content and resources that we can create and, and, and generate to really um, improve existing stewardship and onboard people better, right? Um, so turning to ourselves to create this type of content, right? I know a lot of people are able to, to write within the Discord and in the DAO in general. Um, and I know some of us have expressed interest, right? So these are these are compensated tasks that can immediately, um, you know, make an impact and can feature on the live version of the DAO site. Um, and a lot of the immediate tasks that people will see are, you know, one hundred ones. Um, so you know, basic introductory kind of. Uh, content that can kind of help onboard people much faster, and this need stems from something that you know a lot of a lot of people maybe have experienced if they're trying to onboard one of their buddies or family members or sons or daughters or whoever, um, where they're sending actually a lot of content which is fragmented across um, well, across the net. Um, I think 
Simon, you had a great example. You have a Notion document, I think, or a Google Doc, which you actually send to people with like 20 different resources. So, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to aggregate all of that and put it into our own DAO resource portal. Um, so yeah, but there will be other tasks that are upcoming. Um, I had a um, call with with Sync actually, I think, a couple of weeks ago, just before the the um, holiday break, and you know, he gave me some examples of the types of community reward programs um, that we can also set up. So I think this is the this is the like proceeding step to that. So we should just see how it goes. Um, I have no doubt that well, you know some of us will come in and and, and create fantastic pieces of content. Um, and then we'll take it from there, right? And then we'll expand and uh, see who wants to work more and more on um, on Bono stuff, right? I think it's you know it's it's very nascent. It's 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 a work in progress, and I think this is a great first step um, to really trying to decentralize more contributions. Um, yeah, hope, hopefully that was a, a decent rundown. I I, I see Carter's. Carl has given the how it works in the announcement, so please feel free to check it out. All you have to do is claim the role, and then you'll see another channel called Open Tasks in the category. I think the category is called uh, Contributions or Contributors Program. So, uh, yeah, this is my uh, this is my call to action. Come come join. Yeah, I think there's a very excited to see this, um, and we'll see a wide range of uh, of tasks to do there um i'm just i'm happy to kind of for the DAO for the DAO in general to be building that muscle so that people are regularly looking there and we'll we'll for sure i think make a now periodic announcements of uh as we add stuff there um you know being able to essentially crowdsource uh different tasks i think there's going to be there's potentially some interesting like data collection um to be done or data creation if you will like if we're tagging um tagging works uh and um uh or collecting data for like future training for Botto, uh that's i think gonna be a really great place to do it where it's not necessarily a voting pool but um you know we, we need to recruit some specific people and kind of instead of going to say mechanical turk or something like that we can re recruit within the dow re have rewards in Botto, um and really get this economy more active um and and i mean all this i think is is a subset of that larger part of the strategy which is um uh, creating a lot more ways to engage, a lot more ways to participate, ways to earn, um, and reasons to to stick around and and, and participate. And I, and I, there's also like this aspect of um, having ways to earn where you know you don't need a huge stack of Bado, uh, and you can even build a larger stack of Bado. Uh, so through those tasks, I think we saw really great. I love the competitions that happened over the holidays. Um, I think that's all really positive stuff, and I love that we have these. Um, not just Botto tokens, but also, you know, really valuable works from Botto to distribute um, for all of that. So uh, I, th I think we can all expect to see more competitions coming more regularly. Um, I'll see tasks there. So uh, I'm very excited for what's going to come for that. Um, and I'm actually just just be just for the sake of it. I think this ties in. I'm going to bump up uh, the economy in, in the um, in the discussion because this is this is really the beginning of a conversation not so much i don't think we have as much to like say about it right now because we're we're not we haven't made any decisions but um you know over uh over the course of really the history of the project we've talked a lot about you know economy design and and um 
one aspect of these contributions and ways to earn and competitions are driving, you know, positive behavior, value add um, activity in the DAO and having ways to earn, again, without necessarily needing a larger stack. Um, we've also been talking about re bringing up some, uh, some topics that we've had come up a number of times that I think are important balances to, to the economy. Um, and, and just to preface with, you know, looking at, um, looking at the, you know, coming bull run, looking at, uh, uh, well, potentially, allegedly, but also I think just for artists where they'll, there is very likely Bada will have kind of large moments where there's big injections of revenue. Um, and I think that the economy is very much set up for the week to week uh, voting. And then, you know, there's the, there's, there's being tied to the success of that individual work. But if, if we're going to be having more kind of uh particular drops or collections and these haven't been decided yet but i think that that could even happen in a given week where there's a lot of hype around one um how do we how do we uh um even that out uh so there's a couple things uh one is you know there's there's 2500 stakers um and uh you know not all of them are active i've met quite a few people who love botto have staked but aren't active voters and they're just you know building up voting points and i think there's some really positive stuff to that where they're 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 sticking around but i think there's also a a, a potential risk there where say there's a there's kind of an in, uptick in, in revenue for botto um and then we suddenly have a bunch of people who've just been stacking vp who haven't been active and are able to come in uh uh dump dump vp essentially to 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 extract revenue and and i think that that hurts those who have who've really stuck around um and so one aspect and this is a discussion that i started a, a few weeks ago maybe a couple of months ago now which was around vp decay um and we want to look into how we would introduce some some aspect of decay such that if you're inactive um there's a cap or there's a kind of after a certain cap, there's there's a degree of decay week to week. Um, I think we don't we don't want to introduce you know a decay to zero necessarily because uh, for smaller holders you know that might be the way that they're able to save up and make a meaningful conviction vote. You know so I, you know I don't know what that cap is necessarily, but I think that we want that cap uh, to be relatively high so that smaller smaller holders can can build up um, and uh, and and make some meaningful. Uh, some more impactful uh, conviction choices. Um, and then we don't necessarily want, uh, I don't think we want decay where, you know, you lose every vote, you know, if you, if you use it or lose it every week. Um, so understanding kind of what that degree of decay would be. Um, another would be uh, looking at, um, you know, even rewarding uh, uh, time staked and time and participating um, so could there be a curve of kind of bonus where, you know, if you voted for, for every week, you maybe get a small multiplier or something like that. Again, rewarding those who've stuck around and been active. Um, the last one is is looking at um, s smoothing revenue. So let's say there is a very large sale and as much as we can try and I think there, a lot of this can be case case by case. So if there's like a special project planned, um, having kind of a preset distribution where some of that is distributed right away, and some of that is distributed across a number of weeks, which is essentially what we already do with um, sales that happen in the buffer periods. Those sales are distributed across the whole period that comes next. Um, uh, but looking at maybe maybe formalizing that a bit more within specific 
drops or even looking to, hey, if there's a sale above a certain amount, some of that gets spread out across future weeks, which is essentially saying we're going to reinvest that into continuing to drive um, ongoing engagement, ongoing uh, support of Botto. Um, so that's kind of just this coding in like a, a, a reinvestment of it that stays in rewards, but just smooths it out over time that I think leads to overall kind of a healthier healthier economy. And I think um, balances out uh, the economy much more. So um, not much more to say about that. I think just just bringing it up because that's that's been on our minds. It's not the most urgent thing, but at the same time, something that I think is probably important to do um, ahead of time, not not when the when when we're in the middle of trying to decide when where something should be distributed. So I think we want to have a, a call, you know, an easy discussion around that um, and and then bake that in. Um, and I think the time is relatively soon, again, assuming that there's a bull market coming. Um, I don't know when that necessarily arrives to bottom in particular, but um, I think good stuff to think about. So um, and and there's probably some other conversations around supply and, and, and special projects as well that that relates to. But we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in a bit. Um, I'm going to now pass it off to Mika, which actually is this is a special project. This is uh, so. Mika has mentioned in the Special Art Projects channel um, an opportunity we have with NFT Paris and looking at doing um, some prints. Uh, Mika, you want to you want to talk about what the uh, how that's been shaping up? Hey, yeah, um, great to be here. I was just um, I guess it's uh, kind of two separate types of discussions. Um, since joining, I've been really interested in like researching um, how we can introduce prints into the ecosystem and like what's the best way to do that um, and that's something that I think there's a place for like further discussion and strategy and like really want to hear back from the community um, there are many ways of doing this introducing prints um, and for NFC Paris uh, we were thinking it could be an interesting uh, kind of like a pilot or like an experiment with prints and uh, Maker's Place is basically offering us um, a spot in their booth, which is a huge opportunity to really educate uh, people on Bado and uh, network with uh, just like the European market. And actually, people from all over the world were flying in last time. And it's just like probably one of the best fairs I've ever really been at for that. And we were thinking um, it could be interesting to do um last last year they did this with Murakami to do like prints like a hundred prints maybe um of three different works 150 and 50 different prints basically for each work and um to sell them for like a hundred dollars but not have them be like official bottle works but more like um they can be discards or they can be minted pieces but they make a very clear distinction from the but they are not like, you know, related to like a bottle one of one. Um, and then we were thinking this could be like an interesting, um, like we could have a raffle or something. It's a way to enter the raffle and the works will be framed, displayed or shown on screens. But just kind of a way to get people um, that don't know anything about Bado necessarily um, engage and give them an opportunity to kind of win a chance to, you know, to get like a head start basically um but it's all very up in the air right now we're still deciding on on what's the best way i'm just love to hear everyone's input on it it 
the benefit of having this kind of um, print sale is that we would, you know, essentially break even. Um, so we'll be, get to show bot showcase bottle at this huge fair, but also not have, um, you know, have all the costs covered. So that's kind of like one of the biggest benefits I see in it. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'll be curious to see, you know, what everybody thinks and um, how, how to move it along. Uh, I, I think a, I think a couple important things uh, to mention is like one, you know, we, we've had lots of opportunities to, to do exhibitions and we've done a lot of exhibitions and something that all, pretty much always comes up is like, what can we sell at an exhibition? That's usually how you earn your spot. Um, and, you know, we, we've we've given our, our auction format. There's usually not much to offer there. Um, and Prince is a is a really uh I think I think fantastic way to one reach a broader collector base to give people something to come home with um, without diluting Botto's uh, minting supply. Um, that's that's one aspect, uh, you know, as a as a revenue generator. Um, and I think in the case of NFT Paris, kind of at minimum, a making making um, uh, these activations cost neutral. Um, uh, but then I think there's you know even getting more comfortable with that with different formats of prints that can start to become a profitable way of expanding um, the collector base, making a lot more people, uh, uh, making bottle a lot more accessible to more people. Um, and, and the other thing that I think is really, really important here is, you know, and this, this came up in the discussion that I, and I think there's two different uh, avenues here that we're talking about. There, there's, there are prints for bottle works where, which is to say, um you know very very limited maybe just one maybe three or four or five of, of, a, of a one of one work it is just the work it is just the bottom mint. I, there's there's you know i i don't think that is necessarily the only approach to what you would say is like kind of the official prints of the bottle works um but that's one that can kind of introduce scarcity i think we already personally i think we already do that a fair amount with like the, that's what the nfts serve um, but I, I, there, you can continue to kind of make different uh, runs of prints that have different types of scarcity. Um, and that's very common in the art world in terms of how, um, how those prints are presented. Um, the other thing with prints is, is uh, you know, when I say kind of purely presenting the work, right, there's, there's nothing, it is just the work, it is just a print of that work. Um, but I, there's also a lot of printing opportunities where, and in this case, is, this is what we're what we've been talking about with NFT Paris, is um, you know some kind of presentation of the event that the poster was was done at, right? So it's like an exhibition poster, and in this case, you know, like a as an example, right? This is this is a, one example. The the design hasn't been been done yet, but like a black bar at the bottom that says, you know, NFT Paris 2024 bado x makers place and then there could be information about about the work right if it's a discard it can have some of the data points of the discard and mention that it's a discard um and even if there was like say one mint included like one idea again this is settled but just to give an idea of, of what we're talking about here in terms of how this is presented right there's maybe one poster that is of a minted bado work and then there's three or two of um of discards that are very similar to it that kind of shows these were the pieces that didn't make it there this is the one that did make it this is the official this is the the one that was minted but even the one that is minted has that you know black border 
presenting the the event has some information on it so it's very clearly derivative of the original and these are done by the Bado Dao um, that I think creates that very clear clear differentiation which is why that which is why we then lean into a much larger uh, print run than you would say if this was like you know one example was photography right when you do photography there's a very very limited use to sell that photograph there's only one two three maybe four prints of that that make it very rare um, so just trying to differentiate that here in terms of um, what the thinking is for, for NFT Paris uh, and and to run it, run that as an experiment um, that I think has uh, very little, you know, very little downside. I think any of the risk of of, uh, you know, supply dilution or of confusion about what Botto is or isn't. Um, I think is very well mitigated. In fact, um, there's a lot of upside in terms of the education and, and even, you know, uh, covering costs of, of presence at NFT Paris. Um, did I miss anything, Mika? Well, no, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> you explained that super well. And I think also um, it's a good opportunity for um, last year, there were some like trad art world collectors, you know, that come by and they want to buy something and they just like don't know how or they don't know what's going on <laughs> and they don't have necessarily you know uh, I don't know the skills to figure it out so I think that the fact that you can buy this print like Maker's Place just allows them to use a credit card and they can buy this print and um, you know get just like enter the raffle, kind of get uh, introduced into Web3 in a very um, familiar way for them is nice. So yeah. that's just, uh, you know, expanding the collector kind of breach we have is good. And I think, you know, again, uh, you know, just the discussion so far in the channel, I think shows how it can be challenging without like clear examples. And so having a test where those parameters get get clarified and in, in, in and, and manifested, I think helps us to understand and, and, and um, helps the conversation with how we might move forward uh, with different types of print print runs. Um, and I, and I think everybody, I, I think everybody's aligned on, on the different objectives we want to achieve um, and just clarifying um, which project achieves which objectives uh, that I think helps clarify that some of these things aren't mutually exclusive. Some of them might be. Uh, but I think there's a lot of different avenues to pursue here that uh, makes makes uh, uh, future exhibitions and 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 you know more profit uh, pretty accessible. So, um, Mika, I, I I threw in the agenda. Uh, do you want to talk about some of the other events you you have in the works, or is it was it still a little soon? Um, I guess it's still a little soon, but I will say I'm. Starting to see if we can put together like a collector meetup. Um, again, I'm really trying to focus to have these activations be a place for collectors to come together and expand our collector network. So um, I was thinking to um, Anne from Super Rare uh, would come and um, do like a solo, uh, curate a solo show for Roboto essentially in New York. So it's not finalized yet, but I'm you know, or anything like that. But I am looking into into putting together these kind of collector um, meetups, basically, and bringing in um, like some of Super's collectors that aren't bottle collectors and see how we can just like introduce them to the work in a meaningful way. Um, and yeah, and looking into doing um, like panels, uh, being part of panels during NFT NYC and 
um, that's that's kind of where we're at. But definitely more more details as uh, as I get more information. Yeah. Well, I'll just say that you know, um, Mika, you've been with us what like a month and a half now. Maybe I'm maybe it's been a little longer, but just uh, you know, we've had I, I mentioned earlier like we've had a lot of inbound opportunities for exhibition. And we frankly have been just going by the seat of our pants to, to, to fill those out. And, and, uh, and in fact, Mika was a big part of what we did at NFT Paris was super rare a year ago. Um, and Mika has just been absolutely killing it with uh, starting to fill out the calendar for the year in terms of um, IRL activations, uh, getting in touch with collectors to have meetups um, and, and just really building out what that you know the 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 relationship network of people who when when Botto does something new um those are the people who hype it up those are the people who who kind of seed all of the excitement and so um and it helps that Mika's based in New York City a major hub for the arts so um just absolutely been loving what Mika's been up to and, and really excited for everybody to see uh some of the more some more of the events that are coming up so um just the execution has been amazing um so uh we'll move on to some just some updates on some of the other special projects we've been working on um one is uh we've we have a proposal that's almost ready uh and this is stuff i i probably mentioned every town hall um uh and just to kind of keep keep people aware that it's still moving and, and what's coming so ross um i can't say his name actually his name's ross but i won't say his last name uh we've been working on um uh, a, a very large project to tutor a large language model in art history um it's I, I think a pioneering project it's well ahead of what the entire ai industry is working on in terms of um creating constitutions for ai uh for Bado, it's incredibly I, I think it'll be a massive evolution in terms of um, uh, you could say embodying Bado or Bado having a more direct voice um, in its own creative direction uh, in representing itself um, that I think would be massive um, uh, and, and, and highly, highly credible in terms of who we're working with. Um, so really excited to, to present um, that proposal. I think we're looking at the end of the month, um, but it, it is going to require a fair amount of research, uh, but we think it's going to be very, very powerful for working with institutions, um, maybe even getting a lot of grants. Uh, but I, I think just a huge, significant evolution for Bado in 2024. So really excited to share that coming up. Um, we're also doing some research around Bado and new mediums uh, and uh, been, banging, been banging that drum for a while. So um looking at Bado possibly doing a generative art collection with P5JS. Uh, we're, we're, we've, we've tested some of the waters in terms of demand and just incredible excitement around that. Um, just a matter of uh, getting that, um, get, making, making sure the outputs are going to be really strong. And I, I think we'll actually have probably a, a DAO contributor task in terms of data collection there. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, another one that that has come up, I think, a lot sooner than I expected, uh, is animation. Um, we've seen um, what a, a number of people, Carter, Carter in particular, uh, playing with Runway uh, ML, uh, plugging Bado's uh, works into there, and, and just really 
fantastic like these four second animations um and looking at uh something like the automation side of it is is very very clear um integrating that into bottle's process uh but working on uh concepts around how we might work with animation long form animation i think is quite difficult uh but potentially could go that direction um so if you're listening to this would love to think in terms of like what Botto could do with uh runway ml or animation i i think everybody here has seen um some a lot of examples of of kind of uh animated ai uh, outputs they are very um human uh driven in terms of a lot of human choice in there a lot of human manipulation to make them work uh, but i think what we've seen with runways i think we really good outputs um, with that are that that don't necessarily have direct human involvement in terms of manipulation but um just throwing it out there uh if people have some ideas i'll i'll, I'll add a message uh to start some discussion there uh, but looking to have a proposal there pretty shortly as well um given given some some kind of uh some demand that that's come up um uh for for a possible special project um, I think with that will come some discussions about supply, and I think there's some really interesting stuff to talk about there uh, in terms of when we time these, um, how these fit, and how they relate to the core weekly works. Um, uh, and uh, I'll just I'm I'm going to throw this out there, you know, I, I without any real opinion on it at all, um, but uh, some interesting ideas of kind of long term thinking about the weekly mints. Is there a happening at some point? Um, where those weekly uh, or those those core mints become more more and more scarce, um, but that also allow us to drive a lot more energy and attention and consideration into those. I know some people have talked about having longer leaderboard periods, um, you know, and and so driving a lot more attention into those core ones. I think it can be balanced out with some of these special projects. Uh, so some interesting discussions there in terms of. Um, you know, just supply management, artist management, um, but it all again, all all of this helps to have kind of clear ideas of what would uh, what would be be turning attention to, what would be be filling in with. So, um, stay tuned for that. Uh, I've been talking for a while. I'm going to switch it back to to Chuby now to talk about some site updates, uh, some really beautiful stuff coming. Up. I mean, we we we're desperately trying to populate. The rest of the content on the DAO portal. I think some of us have already had a sneak peek. Um, I can I can direct quote Simon actually. It's right in front of me. He wrote, "Page looks really good. After some copy editing, I think it's definitely ready for user testing." Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 internal review, like you know, passed between core contributors, was meant to happen yesterday. I think we're a little little uh, behind schedule. Um, so we're trying to get that out by Friday tomorrow, um, and then should have it live by next week. I think there are some like there are some like time-consuming parts to populating some pieces of the content, specifically like managing the data, the all the all the community spotlight like curations, um, because that's not plugged in directly to the back end. But uh, the TLDR there, like in terms of how it works, like we have some new kick-ass CMS. Um, that Agu has set up, which is going to make our lives so much easier. And then the next step is consolidating that between um, the Botto, the the backend of Botto and uh, the CMS, right? So plugging them, plugging it all in at the right time. But that comes also with the the um, 
the app rework, which was scheduled last. And um, we're already starting to concept the the artist homepage. Um, that for us is the number one priority. Um, obviously, after publishing the DAO homepage, there's also you know like we're we're also in between in terms of um, websites, so to speak, right? This DAO portal is 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 not nothing really like we've had before, and I think it's what a lot of us as a DAO have been asking for. You know, to codify some elements of the DAO to really get on paper, you know, who we are, what we stand for, what we're working towards. Um, so, in terms of like angles, that's much more of our approach. Um, but because this isn't present on our current website, like you know, a lot of a lot of pages are being replaced, a lot of things are being reshuffled. Um, you know, the homepage isn't going to look like a SAS, <laughs> so that's the number one thing we're striving for. Um, but other than that, you know, like ideal case scenario, we're 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 sharing the link with everyone next week, and then we're gathering some feedback. Maybe some DAO contributions will already be um, up on the resources section, um, and then we will see what other aspects of the DAO page we can also bake into the app, right? Like you know, um, what I mean by that is maybe curating resources or creating resources is an ongoing task maybe that maybe you know like the community spotlight maybe that translates into um like a regular voting cadence as like an alternative voting pool of some kind into the app these are the things that are currently up in in discussion so i'm i'm sure a lot of the the a lot of us will fuel that discussion in discord in the coming few weeks and i'm really looking forward to that part um but i think that's generally my update um da -da -da. I'm just looking at the agenda. Oh, one so one interesting thing, and it's popped up a couple of times on Discord now, and it actually popped up in a conversation I had with Parad on, on the weekend was um merch was 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 reintroduced in, into our convo. And Parad actually pitched me something where it's just like we're doing I don't know, Parad, I, I don't know if you're actually there. I thought it was an interesting way to look at the types of like merch we dropped because uh, but I don't know if I don't know if you're there. Otherwise, I'm happy to cover it for you. But I don't think I'll pitch it as well. I'm gonna invite you to speak. Da -da -da. Maybe he maybe he doesn't have the mic. Oh, there you go. Hey, Parad, how you doing? Hello, guys. Hey, Parad, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but I can let you talk if you want. No, no. I'm, Brought you up on stage when it was it was your idea. I thought it was pretty cool. It got me thinking about merch in general. But I thought you know maybe maybe you could share. yeah. I think we should develop like a capsule drops, um, like having a basic collection with just uh, the logo of Boto on a premium shirt, like with heavy uh, heavy uh, like um, <laughs> like heavy shirt, just like uh, like normal collection. And I think also we should develop uh, for each period. We do like we print on the back the twelve artworks uh, with the name of the collection on in the front, and like that, people can have a good memory of the different um, collection and the different periods. And uh, I think it it would be really cool to like to have a shirt, to have hoodies. To have, I don't know, maybe a baseball cap or prints uh, at home. It, I think it would uh, bring a lot of value. 
that's it. Yeah, Thank you. I mean, we're, 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 yeah, I think I think it's great for you know, like I think we're piloting the the, the prints concept, um, you know, with, with NFT Paris, and I think that's very timely. You know, I, I just wonder what everybody's thoughts are when it comes to merch as more of like a culture builder, you know, in terms of culture representation, who we are as a DAO. Um, I thought the you know baking into like uh, the collection, like uh, the the period aspect I thought was a very interesting idea and actually there's so much on the table for us to develop these types of concepts I think it's quite I mean maybe I'm underestimating the level of work here but I think it's probably not too hard based on um, the people we have in the DAO and our, our connections on that network to pilot these types of concepts so I do think it's something that we should actively encourage um, I, I mean I, I, don't, I don't think we've spoken about it at all um, between Simon, Mika, and, and the rest, but um, I think it'd be really cool. I think it's something we should take further and, and look to pilot. I know I want my Botto hat. I really want a Botto hat. Well, you don't want my Botto t-shirt. <laughs> the East Barcelona <laughs> one. Maybe your Botto t-shirt is trash. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of, bit of context. We, we needed it. We needed like... Um, again for representation for East Boston and then Vera helped us out there but like the quality of the teas ain't great so um Parad actually saw the tea and he was like yeah not that and that's what he was referring to when he was talking about a heavy t-shirt right <laughs> he meant that premium quality feel um but yeah and K- Caleb uh, just needs some sweatshirt like sweatshirts too man I'm I, yeah G- give it give it all I think uh it it is I mean, I'll just just having gone to a lot of events for Botto, having that like, you know, you're there to network, you're there to meet people. It's you know, it helps a lot to be able to like have on your shirt or some major very well displayed. This is what I'm here for. Um, it it just that alone can be really helpful. And anyone who's had a call with you would would know that you have a DeFi daddy hoodie. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing it right now. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. Shout out, shout out Boys Club Crypto. Um, ooh, ooh, baguette hoodie. I think, yeah. I mean, now, now we're now we're really talking. This is like uh, the 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 textile potential in Bado, Bado's works is uh, incredible. I, I think, um, man, maybe drop shipping. Maybe you just need to open up a drop shipping. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> get get out of here, man. No. Um. We finally but I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I do think this is the kind of thing to, to class ourselves as culture builders, right? This is the perfect, straightforward avenue to explore. And I think it's, um, you know, it's it's a very low risk, high reward kind of kind of thing. And I, I I think by default that extends to prints. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And I'm, I'm super glad that Mika's taking the lead and piloting that um but yeah like um i think it's quite cut and dry yeah um yeah i think uh oh Chewie, you're gonna hate me for this but uh uh quarterly report Oh, no, I, didn't do I, I don't hate you for that. I spoke to Vera about it the other day. So Vera is finalizing the template, and then we're passing it um, internally to basically populate it. The way it's going to work is um, the majority of the financial report 
is automated as far as data pulling is concerned, because a lot of the data is automated now um, for the DAO portal, right? So that extends into quarterly views, and then a lot of the context will be applied manually, right? So you know, it's not just going to be some random, you know, but, but, but a random PDF of data or anything, right? There'll be context to it. But I think um, I do think it. Uh, yeah, I do think it's probably two weeks out. Um, I speak to Tom Thursday, next week Thursday about it, um, and I need to talk to Raúl about it as well. But it's it's on it's on it's it's an item. It's there. It's coming. Um. So that's coming. I think. Uh, I can't remember why I was thinking of that. I mean, obviously, need to need to talk about it, and it's um, going to be good to to review all that. Um. Oh, it's just for budget, like you know, existing budgets for this. Um. You know, we're going to be coming forward, like even things within budget will continue to be looking for approvals on certain large spending. So like one is, um, you know, with with the large language model, we want to like that'll be a chunk of spending. Uh, and so we're going to we're going to be putting that forward with a budget. Um, but uh, I, I think for this, it's, it's interesting to see if there's kind of like a small business plan to make there. I don't know. Um, but I, I like these kind of little side things. Just something as I'm thinking about it, um, you know, it'd be interesting to have like a platform where you can make use of Bado's uh, outputs to create products and say you make a sweatshirt or a hoodie or, or that's the same thing um, or memes that you can mint. Um, and then, you know, it lives on the store. Obviously, like it would be modded, but you could set up maybe a light permissions or uh so that doesn't get uh totally abused and people could upload their products and then i was just thinking about this because of what caleb said in the chat about rev share between the dow and manufacturer we could end up doing a sort of rev share thing uh maybe a bad idea but like interesting to set up a way to just have a store and have those have those shares kind of baked into the platform where um yeah, every time I mean, it's, cert it's, it's certainly but... an idea. <laughs> it is an idea. I, it's an idea. That that we know. I mean, like you know, I, I have, I have seen. I, I think the, the 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 primary concern there is you know just the the perception of what that storefront actually is, and I have seen it where a lot of people are trying to use AI to basically create their own storefront and their products. And uh, I mean, the majority of them are, are tacky, and you know, they don't have the they don't have the clout of you know what Bono is and the the art that Bono produces, right? So that's the primary distinction. But you, you, you I, I would assume we would need to kind of refine that idea. At least that's yeah. my opinion. I mean, I could be you know, I could be completely way off base, and everyone disagrees with me. But yeah, um, and I, I, mean... I always imagined like highly curated kind of collections. Um, and also collaborations with, uh, well, other other artists. I mean, like yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're sneakerheads. Um, I'm not the biggest sneakerhead, but I own a pair of um, Sabotage, who's like, a, he's a he's a sneaker artist, and he basically custom hand makes um, sneakers i think they usually they usually pair of nikes I have, a, I have a pair of new balance but uh the the production quality is insane and i i feel like you know that type of collaboration is the perfect thing that to, to exist on 
on like a Botto merch kind of storefront because it's collectible at the end of the day. Mm. Um, one thing we spoke about, or, or, or we, uh, you, you mentioned that you mentioned like the curation competition, and and um, I think many of us enjoyed the curation competition over the holiday break. I wonder what everybody's opinions are um, in terms of bringing that into kind of a more regular cadence. Also, you know, maybe baking it in natively into the app because a lot of the voting was on on Discord, which I don't think was, I don't think it was bad at all. Right, but um, I wonder if it sits natively on the app in some way, where people are allocating their VP or you know one account, one vote, or something along those lines. We have to be careful there, but something along those lines um, would make the most sense. And then that said, you know, uh, a lot of people were very happy, I think, with the with the prizes. I wonder if we should start considering baking in alternative forms of rewards. You know, maybe maybe raffled out to a voter or voters every every round, because that's totally within our means, right? You know, I think there are thirty three plus meme cards sat on the treasury still, right? Which is a very very, I think that's a fantastic kind of reward to to um, to raffle and or you know to earn. Um, <laughs> I see Tudor also wrote merch idea actual pipes. I think it, the the difficulty is the the, the the I think the manufacturing process and the the quality that everybody wants, right? How do you make it an accessible price point? But um, we can talk about that in pipes price talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think those are my trailing thoughts. Sorry for for uh, for bumbling on, but <laughs> no, that's um. I, I mean, I think it's I think it's a, as you said, like creating culture and and i think um for us it's and i love i love this kind of spon spontaneous uh uh I, you know didn't plan on talking about this today but um some really good ideas and, and i think there's something there where um having that set up and could you know could be delegated i think i think it's pretty straightforward um but there's different versions right there's like merch versus say uh, minting memes or something um have you know, one you can do more permissionlessly and is fully on chain. The other one, you know, merch a little bit more difficult. But um, yeah, I, I think I think some fun stuff to go there. Uh, and um, and now that we have contributors contributorship set up, I think we can also have kind of those more involved uh, tasks versus kind of the more open contribution tasks um, to 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 scale that quickly. Um, last, uh, I think we could move to the last uh topic maybe a little bit more dry for some folks i'm really selling it here um but um two things one is um probably more familiar to everybody which is on chain chains to mint on to do projects with uh something that people may be a little less aware of but um is certainly uh we're seeing a lot of activity there and is related to chain which is the decentralized ai stack um the uh uh, am I am I breaking off? Can you hear me okay? Did I cut out? Can you hear me? I can hear you okay, Simon. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, where was I? So, yeah, the decentralized AI stack. Uh, if people were following the open AI, I'm sure everybody heard about the open AI drama with the uh, board of directors attempting a coup. It didn't work out. Um, they cooed themselves. Uh, 
And um, all this brought up how just this kind of very, very, it was like four people, very small group of people had a huge amount of influence and control over um, OpenAI, a massively, you know, probably the leading AI company um, right now. And um, uh, so that kicked off a lot of movement in the decentralized AI space, a lot of funding, a lot of announcements. You know, these, a lot of these projects have been motion already, but just brought a lot of attention and there's been a lot of movement. Um, we've had some really interesting inbound from projects looking to do things with Botto um, because, it, frankly, it's one of the few uh, actual uh, projects out there doing that that is that has revenue, that is active, been around for a while, um, that is kind of at this intersection of AI and crypto. And so um, the, the generally speaking, like, you know, these things are, I think, are long term important. Um, the approach has been, you know, we don't want to start chasing these things where they're not necessarily the top priority, where the top priority is continuing um, really great art, um, but also being opportunistic where opportunities come up to where we could, say, run a campaign that really tie back into the art um, that add to Bado's long term uh, sustainability. So really thinking there of things that like are maybe experimental, but not so, but like with high content anything back or risk, right um you know we're not talking about throwing a chat bot onto the chain and just letting it go type of deal um or giving it a wallet where it could start giving out um but there's maybe smaller versions of that um so also there's a lot of funding opportunities so um we've been fielding some discussions there with, with some of the providers uh looking for where we can where we can uh build really strong partnerships uh where there's very clear opportunities that are relatively low risk high reward um, and even grant funding. So um, that relates then to the larger discussion around Omnichain. And so um, we've also had some inbound from other chains looking to have us to have Bottom Mint there. Um, I think there's everything, whatever we do, I think it's, you know, our take has been like, let's have it be fitting to the chain, right? Um, if say it was Celestia, you know, how could we do something around data availability um, and I think there maybe is a future term, um, but there's certainly a short-term opportunity with uh, minting on the other chains. Um, but you know, don't want to get distracted, don't want to don't want to chase things, don't want to hurt the artist brand for the sake of that. Uh, so um, we've been in discussion with that, uh, just getting a lay of the land. Um, Chuby, more you want to say there? I think we're just letting people know all this stuff is just where our heads are at. Things that are you know we don't necessarily have all. The write kind of detailed reports every week but hopefully folks are listening into this and know that like there's there's movement there and and we welcome all contributions ideas discussion on all of this uh but yeah chuby uh more, more to say on on the decentralized ai or on the um well i mean we need to we need to get that bip out with the ross without a surname thing i think for the omni chain part <laughs> Yeah. I think the I think I think the approach is uh, I, I think you've summed it up quite nicely. I think my take on on, on our approach is um, you know with we we are unafraid of an experimentation, but I think we are afraid of of permanence in in so far as take, making the wrong move, right? Committing a lot of resources to building out you know follows decentralized AI stack, and then it's flat out incorrect or wrong to a degree. So our approach should be piloting elements of the decentralized AI stack with preferred partners, um, with fantastic engineers, 
in campaign-based environments, right? Things that Botto does, things that Botto brings on chain, bringing voting data on chain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, training data, rather. So I, I think it's 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 that step-by-step approach, and I think that's probably the most the most prudent. Um, but definitely, you know, campaign-based. See who our preferred partners are. See how everything is panning out, and then apply it um, in phases. Does that make sense? Is that does that kind of echo what you said, Simon? Yeah, I, I mean, just to give people a little bit more there, Chuby, I, I, um, I think, has a really good idea of how we might approach, uh, you could say, uh, dating these chains or just, you know, trying try to planting seeds with them when the moment's hot with that, I think, makes sense. Um, again, all of this stuff is, it, 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 conceptually, it needs to be grounded and, and really make sense for Botto. I, I think uh, there's always temptation to just kind of chase funds for the sake of it, but then you sort of burn, um, you burn reputation, burn brand uh, really easily there. Um, and, uh, now I, I think, uh, yeah, without giving away too much detail, um, I'll have more to come. There's, a, there's, there's a lot in the, um, large language model, tutoring a large language model industry project that ties into all of this. Not only is it a massive motto, it, it's something that, um, uh, I think can, can attract a lot of grants, can attract, can, can work across chains, um, uh, can reach institutions. It's just it, it's going to be very interesting to to bring that out and then to explore the the all of the different opportunities that it can feed into. Um, and and so uh, without without giving away too much too early, um, I can I can leave it there. I mean, uh, speaking speak maybe maybe more of like an open thread to to or a seed to plant. Like um, speaking more generally about chains, uh, I'm sure I'm sure many of us have noticed i think there are other artists within the space who are currently experimenting with other chains just in general i.e bringing their art to a different chain right um i think rupa reinista was the 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 latest one which was on my radar who i think he's he's bringing in the collection on on solana i think uh kevin abosh um is also launching uh, a collection on on solana right like Maybe something to talk about. I don't know. Yeah, Kat Samar did one. Uh, I think a lot of people saw Rip Cash on on Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, Kath. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bitcoin. Or, I, like, uh, I think maybe it's just the relationship with uh, uh, the Pepe world um, from from kind of close friends of the team. Um, that uh, well, frankly, Carbono uh, is behind Pe- the Pepe Pawn Shop and founders of Botto and. Um, you know, I think there's maybe something to do with counterparty, uh, but maybe it's just biased. <laughs> Carter's also biased towards Zora. There's 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 a lot to be done. I, I think though, you know, we have a larger discussion to have around. I think this this feeds into that discussion though, knowing that there's um, opportunity across chains um, to do stuff. You know, one one thought for me was was access passes you know some chains that doesn't work for others who want that interoperability i think could work for where um there's an access pass for a project that lives on ethereum um and that's sort of this invitation and and you could sell them you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of chains looking for activity and um that there's kind of mutual benefit there where we can drive growth um have a rev and have an immediate revenue of 
those chains have uh, a, a you know very a very strong project to to feature. So um, I think that uh, that that could be kind of another avenue as well. So um, Carter saying holograph would be super interesting. token on multiple chains. I actually don't know what holograph is, but uh, interoperability for sure is a strong option. Around so um, yeah, it, it, everyone keep your eyes peeled. Um, a call to action is like look for grants, look for opportunities. Uh, you know, some people mentioned the the optimism art competition. Um, didn't seem like it was exactly a uh, just because. You know, it's an art competition. Bono, Bono has a, is is pretty well established. I think more of a space for up and coming artists. Um, but yeah, uh, keep keep those ideas coming. Keep uh, keep um, keep looking for stuff. Uh, Carter just posted about the holograph app. I'll check that out. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, oh well, actually, it's pretty good timing. I'm 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 feel like I'm trailing off, and it's twelve fifty nine. One minute till the hour. Oh my god, look at those shoes. Everyone just. If you want to know what I'm reacting to, <laughs> those are sick. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 100% would buy those. Um, really, what we should be going for is uh, I don't know what you call this, but like you, your 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 uh, degen caricature who wears uh, head to toe Louis Vuitton sweatsuit and shoes. I think we need the bottle version of. Um, we could we could reach out to uh, I'm pretty, um, Coin Alchemist uh, old friend, uh, would would know exactly how to design that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, real ones only. Uh, okay, well, hey, really great to to catch up for the new year. Um, a, a lot of great stuff moving. I hope folks listen to this. Please feedback. Uh, jump into discussing any of these topics. Um, we'll have a lot more. I would definitely do a shout out right now to NFTNY. Cooking up, I think, some really interesting stuff in meetups. Uh, so, yeah, uh, be there. Um, cool. I'm going to leave it. Juby, any any last thoughts? Um, yeah, check out the open tasks for contributors. That's my call to action. Um, otherwise, yeah. See you again in in online and then on around Discord and then in this town hall two weeks from now. Yeah. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Take care.